Your exclusive home of the D-backs. Diamondbacks. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. D-backs manager Tori Lovello joins Burns and Gambo to talk D-backs baseball. All right, thanks for joining us, Tori. We appreciate it. We'll check in with you next week. Jeez. Yeah. It's almost time for a break. I'm, I'm on the five-minute late plan these days. This is where my life is. I apologize, you guys. That's all right. That's it. Don't worry about it. Tell us, tell us about what you saw out of Dre Jameson last night, Skip. Yeah, you know, I, I, I want to say this. Our young pitchers pitch in Reno. Uh, you know, the, the, the fans see those numbers. They can be very misleading. Very. Um, you know, and, and we evaluate the stuff, the data, the spin, the break, uh, the ability to attack holes, the ability to follow game plans. And, you know, sometimes the numbers don't look great and kids come up here and pitch well. That's because I think they're ready for this next step and this next challenge. Challenge. Dre Jamison is a perfect example of that. Um, the great fastball, he's had great fastball commands since he's been up here. Last night I could see it was a third pitch of the game, that he, a fourth pitch of the game that he struck out Mookie Betts on an unbelievable slider that broke, started on the edge of the plate and broke off, and he made he made Mookie look look um, look very fooled. I felt like it was going to be a good night for him at that point, and especially after a tough game one, we needed somebody to step up and say, "I got this, boys. Jump on board. I'm driving this bus for the next several innings. Score some runs, and I'll help us win a baseball game." Well, I, I just love his ability to miss bats, but I, I'm I'm raving about just the, the the slider, right? I mean, he struck out Betts, yeah. then he struck out Smith, then he struck out Muncie. All of them were swing and miss, all on sliders. Yeah, you know, it's swing and miss stuff in the zone he's getting he, that, that, that they can't line up. That's, that's what stands out more to me than anything. And then the deception strike the ball, that's when you make a hitter look like they've been overmatched. So, yeah, it was the slider uh, that was swing and miss, and they were missing it by a couple of inches. They were missing it by 6, 7, 8, 12 inches. You just don't see that from a major league hitter. The hitters that you just mentioned are very good hitters. They've put up some big numbers for a long time. And when you can get those type of results against those type of hitters, you're doing something pretty darn good. Tori Lovello, the manager of the Diamondbacks, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. From your perspective, how strange of a day is it to manage a team when you've got such a disappointing, heart-wrenching loss in one game and then have to turn around two, three hours later and play another? How unique is that challenge? Yeah, um, you know, it was it was probably one of the hardest days I think we we've all had this year, and I've never really been a part of something like that. You know, you're up five one in the eighth inning, you feel like you're in total control, and then we had a meltdown. We we went out there and just didn't execute. We couldn't pick up the baseball, we couldn't throw the baseball, we couldn't place the baseball where we wanted to. With, with from our pitchers that are on that, that were coming in to get big outs, our hitters we shut down off of Tepeyota and could have extended a lead. It was just a really big meltdown by a young team. So what I did is I got the guys together at the end of the day, at the end of the day, and said, "All right, you know we can't we're not any worse. We can't play any worse. We've got to understand what happened, and that's what I want you to do for the next half hour. You, let's sit here and talk about it. Let's sit here and figure out what in the heck just happened and why did it happen. And then, then at that point, flush it." Get a nice bite to eat, and we got to be ready to go attack one of the best pitchers in the league, and Tyler Anderson, and find a way to beat him. And when we did that, I was very proud of us. We that was a hard circumstance to work through, but our guys flushed it and did a great job. Yeah, you're lucky I'm not on that team because I'd be like, it's Rojas's fault. He didn't, he can't field three errors. It should have been a third error. <laughs> oh, what about Caleb Smith? Yeah. He can't get anybody out. Like, so you're lucky I'm yeah. not there because I'm a blame guy, Skip. <laughs> I like to blame. I would blame Rojas for not being able to catch a ball and Caleb Smith for not being able to get anybody out. Yeah, you know, um, Caleb 
gave us a couple innings, probably tried to extend them a little bit too far and gave up a, you know, a, a line drive single and a home run to get them right back in the game. But really, the target was Rojas. Um, and, and it's a tough circumstance. You know, he, he was charged with a couple errors. It could, should have, could have been more. It's just about confidence and going out there and backing them up and saying, we got you, we're going to figure this out. So I told the coaches that we're going to just continue to work with them. That's all we can do. I'm not going to allow any of the teammates to quit on one another. I'm not going to allow a coach to quit on a player. We're going to figure this out with Josh. He's a really good player that's maybe lost a little bit of confidence. And we know in sports when you're a confident player, you play well. When you don't, you're, you're prone to making mistakes, and that's where Roe was yesterday. Let's talk about your bullpen for a second. 36 losses for this bullpen, the most in Major League Baseball. I mean, it's most of the times we talk about it, you're bringing a knife to a gunfight when, you know, when you've got to go to that bullpen. How, how are you going to handle it the final you know, 10 games of the season? Yeah, we got to find something that's going to work. Uh, you know, I've been encouraged with the way Melanson's been throwing the ball in a different role. Uh, he had a big inning yesterday. He threw, he threw a nice uh, eighth inning that kind of, or seventh inning that set it up for Frias. And really what I'm looking for is uh, the right opportunity for the right guy to step up and get the job done and say, I want to do this. And Frias was a perfect example of that yesterday. Um, we have some guys that we can count on. We have some other guys that are kind of banged up and not getting the job done. Uh, we want to win baseball games. And I know when I put somebody out there, they're going to go out there and compete. It'll be up to me to find the right matchups for the right guys that will allow them to get the three outs or five outs that's needed late in the game. But we know that we've lost a lot of games late. Um, you know, of the games that we've lost here in Dodger Stadium, and I don't know how many, I think it's either six or seven, um, for, for six of them, we've been ahead in the sixth inning or later. We got to find a way to close those games out. We will. We're going to fight. That's the topic of discussion for us this offseason. We have a great front office that's going to figure this out, and we're going to find a way to win baseball games late. Tori, best of luck tonight. It's always a pleasure chatting with you. Thanks for coming on for a few. Okay, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks, Cap. Tori Lavello joining us on the Arizona Sports Network. <laughs>